Okay. It's, hey, y'all. <laughs> it says create a room by inviting others to broadcast with you. Okay. Manage your lives. Let's see who's watching. Okay. Why is it doing all of this now? Doing a whole lot. It's just giving me stuff to do. Uh oh. Hey. Hello, everybody. G is about to join. Oh. Oh. Okay, here we go. It was when I pressed live, it was giving me like all these instructions on new stuff you could do. I was like, okay, wait. Yeah, that's, I was reading too. I was like, uh, yeah. I was reading. I was like, what else are you doing? Hey, Johnny, some grabs and sips. How are you? I'll be like a, uh, what's it, the cat? Lick my hand and smooth my head down. What? Because <laughs> I saw some flyaways. I saw some flyaways. Oh. Uh, what are you talking about? All right, I am trying to. Oh, I can't. I was trying to see if I could do it on here. I don't think I can. Hey, Dr. Ray, how you doing, girl? <laughs> we are, as always, informing folks that we are live. There we go. So, yes, yeah, so we are. Okay. Um, oh, I'm, I'm here. Hi. So yeah, I'm sending it to a couple folk to let, well, not you, Gina, you're on here. Uh, these people are on Why are telling me faces of people? I'm going to send it to Facebook people, but. Yep, yep, yep. So it is still right. Women's History Month. It is still um, make sure I say this right endometriosis because I called it endometri <laughs> last week. You cut it all short. Like that. You cut it all short. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So I told folks that we're not there. Did my job. Hello, Dab. That's all it gets from me today. <laughs> a whole lot of stuff. Can you hear me? Yeah. So why is it a microphone on my side? What's the microphone? Oh, I can mute myself now? Yeah, that's what I said. That, like, this live then gave us way too many stuff now. Um, uh-oh. Hold on. I'm trying to... So I, can, I, I see it's a microphone, and then it's a video, and then I can switch the screen around, and I don't know what the heck the, um, the little star thingies are. 
We're going to have to play around with that another time. <laughs> Hi, London's mommy. Welcome, welcome. So it is, um, this is so close to my face. So I'm trying to sit back. Some. It's still Women's History Month. Yeah, yeah. Yay, yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, it's still March. Um, and so we're ending the month talking about womanhood, the real hood. That's the real hood. And just uh, wait, wait. We got two real hoods. You got womanhood, womenhood, woman, women, and then you got adulthood. Oh, I'm about to say parenthood. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That is true. True. Okay. My bad. Yeah, because parenthood is a whole neighborhood too, man. No bitches. I'm I'm trying to get out of that hood. No. Oh, thanks, Dad. I don't know how (laughs) parenthood. Good luck with that. Uh, I'm gonna sell them to the. No. no. (laughs) I don't think that's how this works. (laughs) I don't. Uh, Sorry. Well, since we are since we are in in the focus of um, uh, Women's History Month, Ray enlightened me on what today is. Yeah. So in the UK, it's Mother's Day. Yeah. So happy UK Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Yay. We'll say yes. it again in a couple of weeks. That is true. That is very much true. <laughs> I saw my girl E celebrating her first Mother's Day. I saw um, what's her name? Uh, the model Naomi Campbell was celebrating her first Mother's Day in the UK. So, yeah, happy Mother's Day. She's been in the UK before. She's been living there. I thought. Yeah, but she has a newborn. Naomi Campbell. That's what I thought. I saw. Yeah, she has a newborn. I'm gonna send it to you. What's the one who was who was married to the um to the older white guy? He died. Uh, David Bowie. I don't. I don't. I don't know what he's saying. I knew he was a, a singer. I think there's a there is a that I don't know. I don't. I don't want to speak anybody's death into existence, and I don't know. No, isn't. He, he did that. Hold on. No, you keep. You, we're gonna keep talking. I'm gonna Google because there's Bowie, no way. David Bowie is is a person. He did pass away in 2016. Um, I think she is, but um, I think Iman. she is British. Iman. Iman. That's the one who married him. Yes, Iman. Yes. Okay. Okay. Naomi. Is British that I'm aware of. I think so. Yeah. I was gonna when you said when you said, I was like Naomi Campbell. She got to be like sixty something. She's but 50, that's who I was. Thinking. She's fifty one. She's fifty. And then Iman, Iman is she? She should be what like in her forties too. Iman. Um. Come on, Dad, help us out. Iman is 66, it says. I think that's... No, that's got to be the wrong person. Oh, wait. So... so. I'm going to say she's 66. So, so 
Naomi Campbell's in her 50s and she just had a baby. Well, congratulations, Naomi Campbell. Good for her <laughs> and her cervix and stuff. Yeah. Amen. And her and her knees. <laughs> yes, indeed. So we're going to talk about just being moms, being what that's like, what that has been thus far. Our kids are not teenagers yet. Um and just mothering stories. I mean, I'm, I've been very open with my mothering stories, so I'm pretty sure everybody's heard it before. But let's talk about those things. And if any of the guys want to share their stories of being there for the motherhood, let us know. <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure you saw a whole lot of different. It was a different side of it. So, yes. But that's what we're going to talk about. So, Womanhood, parenthood, the real hood. Hey, Deidre. Hola. So, yes. Hey, Deidre. So, yeah. so your so, oldest is the oldest. So, let's start. My with. baby is. Well, okay. So, we had this conversation yesterday. He asked me, he said, What is considered a preteen? Because he's 10. And I said, Uh, 11 and 12. It's 11 and 12. Oh, I don't know. I just said no, he ain't no team. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 11 between, I said between 11 and 12. Hey, Tasha. Um, but my, my, who's, who's on now? My, um, my other closest girlfriend who just came on, her son is a team. Um, she probably is ready to jump out a window, but he's, he's 11. He, he'll be 11 in October. And he's like, well, what's a pre, what do you consider a preteen? I said 11 or 12. And he's like, oh, okay. So I'm almost a preteen. I was like, hold up, wait a minute. And I actually sat and I was, I was thinking about this, like Jesus, Mary and Joseph, I'm about to have a whole preteen sitting in my house. Like, where's my baby? What? I can honestly see now why parents, why mothers especially, go through like certain motions and and emotions when their kids are getting to certain ages because it goes by so fast. It does. And my mother always says, she tells me this all the time, she's like, as a mom, or just, I, I, I won't say necessarily as a mom, but it's always from her to me, so it's as a parent, I'll say. She said there's different stages to parenthood. She's like you you birth them and they're babies, but then you have, you know, you go through that toddler stage and all that shit. And then they become independent, but not too independent but dependent still. Then they become that teenager. Then they become that adult. She said because parents don't stop parenting until you're deceased, pretty much. You go through various stages, and as a parent, you have to you have to adjust to the different stage of your child's life. And she tells me, "I don't like." She's like, "It's different parenting now because we're all grown than it was before, and each child is yeah. different too." So the way she parents me versus my other siblings, oh, and I'll even say she parents the girls differently than she parents the boys. The boys get away with it. 
everybody, though. You think that's how everybody is? The boys are different? Boys are different because they're, one, they're, especially if, especially if you're a single parent, you have to do them. Like, you have to be tough on those boys because they, look, the way life is set up, we ain't going to make it too far in life if we don't have somebody who's tough on us. So, yeah. we're as women or as little girls, we're taught to be those that nurturing and that caregiver, uh, that caregiver. So, that's kind of most of us have that, um, we have that in us. And the guys are, are taught to be the protector and the, the, um, the provider. So, it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we can do both as women yeah. and as men. And I think also, like, for us, my mother was really, really big on, y'all not bringing no babies in here as babies. So, that was the difference for us in our household. It was, because we all got the same treatment as far as, like, learning how to be independent. If the girls are learning to cook, the boys going to learn to cook, too, because when you get older... If you still single, you you got to be able to cook. You got to be able to feed yourself at the least. But yeah, because don't come to my house thinking you're gonna get food. Exactly. So we all got that stuff, like the how to cook, how to clean, how to iron, all those basic living necessities. We got that. But she was real big on my girls can't just be free and go out and hang out and be out all types of nights or hours of the night and blah blah blah. So. She she kind of held on to us a little closer, and she was saying, "She's like, y'all, I just didn't want y'all to go out there and make mistakes that you couldn't take back." Say, because what if you go out there and you have you have a kid, and you can't you can't take it back, and I'm not caring, I'm not taking care of nobody's kid. So that was her biggest thing. But the boys, she's like, "Oh, that's not that wouldn't be my problem. That would be that girl's family's problem." Like, damn. <laughs> but that's but how it is. She's like, at the end of the day, it's not my problem. Like, okay. That was different. It's tough. Like, hearing that is like, it, it's it's tough to hear and it's tough to say, but you like, that is, is real talk because as both of us are parents and I know um, it's the same thing with Dap and Tasha and whoever else is on here, our kids more than likely depending on the situation, are going to see, as the woman, are going to see their grandparents a little more often than they would. Because I know my, my kids see my grand, my, I mean, my kids see my parents at least four or five days out of the week. Yeah, yeah. It, that is a difference. But I think it's also, it just depends, too. It just depends on how close you are the with situation. your parents and stuff. Because yeah. Of course, like for us as girls, we're close to our parents or our kids see our parents, their grandparents more often. Um, but with it being a two-parent household too, that also makes a difference too because you you want them to see the other grandparents too. It's just that your spouse got... I'm not going to sit at your, I don't want to sit at your house, your house for hours. For what? <laughs> I can go sit at my mom and my daddy house for hours. I can take a nap. I can go get my nails. I don't want to do that at your house. Oh. But you know what? That's um since uh yes, the it's not the it's not the 
mother's problem if the boys get somebody knocked up. But you know what? I now uh last week it was a young lady who left I can't remember where it was. I think it was up north somewhere. She left her baby in the in the field somewhere. And the fire department or the police department, somehow or another they found the baby. The baby was like eight months old. So they left the baby she left the baby there. Um I now see why not saying it's a good thing. It's not a good idea. You can take the baby to the to um any the police department and, and, and be good. But I see why people why women do that. Because it's easy why for the men to be just kid? like that. Why you leave your kid in the field? First of all No, I'm, I'm saying why you, not, not why you need to in the field why you drop your kid. I don't wanna leave my now I, do I wanna leave do I wanna run away? Oh, Y'all know I say that shit quite often. I am going to run away, but I'm going to come back. But I ain't going to leave them in the field. Oh, yeah. I'm going to leave them with their father. Nah, I would. Well, there's no father. I'm going to take That may be just as worse as the field, but. <laughs> I, I would take them. If I had an issue, I would honestly take them. If I couldn't take care of them, I would never leave them, abandon them in a place where somebody could not. Uh, find proper care for them, if that makes sense. Yeah, and at eight months, like that baby's able to sit that. up and yeah, the baby's able to and sit crawl, up and yeah. crawl. Right. right. It's about to be so a whole that, um, what's, what's the cartoon with Mobley in it? Oh my gosh. Tarzan or something? He was raised in the in the, in the which cartoon? Oh yeah. Like, whole baby about to be raised by I that fool. <laughs> <laughs> So Dap says that as a question. Go ahead. Did you did y'all feel as ready to parent a boy as y'all did a girl? Well, there's no y'all because she doesn't have nope. a boy. <laughs> I just have two girls. I, One acts like a boy. Oops. But about I like this. The little question and answer thing came up. That's that's neat. Yeah, I was, did you I, see I, did I, I just found that I could do that. Look at us. It took us nothing. We learning. It took us number three seasons, but you know we getting there. Okay. Praise God. It's been it. That's been there, but they just, but Instagram just told us to use it today, or maybe it wasn't there. Okay. I might okay. maybe it wasn't because it lit up today. It lit up for me to click it. Look at me. I'm growing up. Look at you. You're so talented. By the time um, we did something else, then came out. <laughs> so over here and do some uh, dancing emojis on the screen and we didn't even know it. Nah, I don't, that, in all honesty, my, Lennar was a lot easier. He, he was a lot easier and a lot cheaper. Um, So when he came along, it was, everything was easy breezy, including birth. <laughs> even though he was um, even though I had to have my even though I had to have a C-section with him because he was not ready to come out they went and got him he was still, everything was easier it was just, it was great it's probably why I did it again but um, <laughs> we got fooled, we got duped I think, yeah I think it was easier I think it was easier and I was ready for the boy so when, when, when Gabrielle came along it was kind of like all right, let's try this girl thing out. Because I grew up, I was a whole tomboy growing up. I didn't become a girl until I was like in college. 
Like, I would. I need to do all this girly stuff. You, you were a girl. You just... I didn't become... Uh, what was a girly girl. I was a I wasn't a girly girl. But I wasn't a girly girl. I'm a girl in college. Before then, my name was Jean. You don't want to put that out in the elements now. At all, not in the news. Sorry, my bad. Disclaimer, I, I was born a female. <laughs> I am still a female. I might not always sound like it. No raspy in the voice, but I'm still a female. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. So do you think, to answer, to piggyback off of um, Dap's question, do you think that you were ready to parent? Like, once you... At what point, or or at what point do you think you were ready to parent? Like, did it happen with the first one, or did it happen with the second? Because I still don't think I I'm still don't. I was I'm just gonna say, I still don't think I'm out, Like, Jesus, are you sure that you wanted me? Of all I'll people, be looking at them. I'll be looking at them like, uh, I'm just going. I'm gonna walk away because my daughter talks entirely too much. And then I have to realize that she's my child and I have to be, I have to talk to her as the parent as opposed to just telling her to shut the fuck up and go sit the fuck down because you're talking too much. But that's in my head. But, but the parent response comes differently. But I, I still don't think, because of course we're going to make mistakes. I still don't think I'm ready to parent. Yeah. So another question is how would you attribute your experience as a sibling? or daughter to how you are as a parent, I would start off and say, I am the oldest or eldest, whichever term you want to use, uh, of, of how many siblings I got? Seven total? Total seven. I think it's seven. No, wait, you can't. No, just count the ones that you, that you lived with. Okay. So the ones that I physically lived with, it was four of us. Um, so I think... I think it's kind of the same because I was kind of, I don't think I was forced to parent them by no means, but you still have that big sister mentality of them depending on you to a certain point and your parents depending on you to be um, the one that they look up to, if that makes sense. So it's still that piece of taking care of people that I still feel like I have. Um, I think as a as a sister, it helped me to prepare for the caring and nurturing piece. Um, but I still, to the previous question that I asked you, I still don't know if like I don't. My mom always asks me that question, like, "Do you feel like you're a mom? Like, when do you feel like you're a mom yet?" And I did not feel like I was a mom with Mackenzie. Like, I was just like, "Oh, I just got this kid." I'm just rolling with whatever I'm supposed to do. <laughs> like, I'm just, it was easy to what you said, like with LJ, it was easier. Like it was, life was so much easier with Mackenzie. It was just that one kid. I could go and come as I please. She was cool. She was calm. I ain't had no issues. The second little thing thing came along and I, that's when I was like, okay, I really feel like a parent because I really feel like I have a whole lot more that I got to do. I have to, I, you know, now I got to watch yeah, and I'm like, I actually got to watch a kid. I actually got to feed you. You actually crying. Like, 
okay, Mackenzie didn't, I didn't go through that with her. Like, it was easy. Like, I had to check to make sure she still was breathing a lot of times. Like, did I, did I forget you? Did I leave you somewhere I wasn't supposed to? <laughs> like, but this one is different. This, this, this second one is birth control. <laughs> All the way. Exactly. But you're the only, so, yeah. it's only two of y'all. So how do you It's think? only two of y'all. Or naturally it's only two of you. Yes, yes. Uh, I keep forgetting there's a... Don't you. Anyway. Yep. It's naturally yep. two of you, but you are... But you're not the oldest because you're... Um, adopted sister, per se, is... Older than you? Is she older than you? Yeah, five five years. Okay. So, um, but I don't. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> she might but actually you and, one you, day with you and your brother. Uh huh. So I I am I I grew up. I was the because I'm the oldest, of course. Like Rayshawn, I was a caregiver. I took care. I don't mess with my brother. Don't, 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 because I will kill you. I promise you. I, I got in a lot of trouble for my for my brother because I wouldn't let him do anything. Now that I'm older, he's actually taking on the responsibility. Like he's not fighting for me, of course, because we old and nobody, at, nobody. When, when you old, you don't you don't do all that that young people stuff. He just he just protects me. But um, he has. But it, it's 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 taught me how to see things in a different way. So like when my, with my son, I'm like, okay, you have to make sure your sister is good. Like mm -hmm. don't sit there and don't leave her alone. Don't leave her out. Don't leave her hanging. You got to make sure she's good. Right. But other than that, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I was always raised to you protect your, your, the younger. So I grew up, with the same mentality, he protects the younger. So I'm trying to teach him that, and hopefully that'll kick in when he gets older. And we'll see how that works out. So when you when you got pregnant with LJ, were you ready to have kids? Were you were you like yeah. was it one of those where you were like, all right, cool, now we let's plan to have a kid or whatever? Were you ready for that to be a parent, pretty much? Did you plan? Not that you plan, because you did not necessarily have to plan, but was you? Look, I tell my parents, I tell my parents and his mother all the time, I had these kids for y'all. Y'all asked for these little suckers. That is very much true. I'm over it. Like, them, I, okay, here you go. Take care of your kids and going about your business. But I did realize, I did realize that even though I say that, no, I was not per se ready. Nobody, I don't think anybody's ever really ready, especially at um, especially when you get to certain ages, because or when you're at a certain age. Because you're still not financially there. And even though, even though I'm you know, I'm in my forties. My husband's in his in his late thirties. I'm in my early forties. He's in his late thirties. We're getting better financially. Like we're at a place where everything is good, everything is gravy. 
But of course, it could still be better. Yeah. I still probably wouldn't be ready for no kids. <laughs> But it is what it is it, because it's you don't like you remember when we were um when we were growing up and you would see you would be you'd be driving riding down the street with your parents and on a billboard it would say it would have a picture of an infant and it would say something like a baby is seven hundred or something some odd dollars a month. Do you ever remember that? Uh, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, to a point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you sitting there, you're thinking, and I'm like, when I got, when 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 I had the kids, I was like, I don't think it's that much money, because, I, of course, it's things that you can work around, but they get older, and that's yeah. when it starts costing that money. Yeah, I was having a <laughs> conversation with, uh, my little cousin, I had her, I had uh, Rihanna over this weekend, and we were just talking about, I, I always drill into the younger ones about, like, not being interested in having kids, right? Like, your focus should be on school, your focus should be on this and on that, because they got their little boyfriends or whatever, and she talking to the little boy on the phone, I'm like, that's fine, because I'm all up in the, I'm all up on the FaceTime, too, with y'all, like, hey, how you doing? Where you at? Little, little fella, I just want to know who you are, where you at? Where you from? All this stuff. How old are you? Make sure you ain't no grown man. Got facial hair and stuff. Pull a mask down so I can see who you are. Um, exactly. <laughs> but we was talking about that, and I'm like, you know, do you have any thoughts or interest in having kids? Like, no. I'm like, all right, keep that, keep that energy. Um, and I tell her, I'm like, it's not. And I'm trying to keep it real with her. It's not that it's hard, but it's not easy. And it's not that it's expensive, but it ain't cheap. So you have to, although it's no way to prepare to be a parent, you still got to kind of be ready to bear or have a child that you're responsible for. You got to be ready for the responsibility, if that makes sense. Right. So I think for, like when I got pregnant with Kenzie, I was ready to have a kid at that point because it was some time before prior to and I was like okay when I was ready it clearly God said no you're not ready because I thought I was ready at a certain point and God said no you're not um and so the time went on and I was like come on now Lord now I'm not trying to be 35 pushing on nobody kids for the first time all that good stuff and it's like okay so exactly but I think mentally I was uh, in my mind I was ready now, for anything else, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know. Financially, yeah, think it was pretty all right at that point. Um, as far as all right, as far as what I pictured things to be, I think it was okay. Uh, yeah. Another question That's is. All these questions out here, <laughs> another question. It what's the most significant lesson learned as a mom so far? Your, I would say, you can't. Hmm. Let me not filter what I was going to um, say. You can't do it for the kids. You can't do everything in your life based around your kids. Right. So I'll give you that. You have to. My, for me, it's. I felt like 
everything I did had to be at the beginning. Everything you do, all of the moves you make financially, uh, with jobs, whatever, in 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 your relationship, everything had to be based on the family dynamic, your kids, all of that stuff in it. But as time is progressing and I'm growing and growing up per se, I'm realizing like, no, because at some point my kids grow up and they leave and I'm stuck with whatever I've made a decision to do. And was that a good decision? Now, now you're stuck. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I was about to be, because I, I think I will go with that one. I'll piggyback off of that because you're absolutely right. Like as you have as you have kids, they do grow up and they grow up really fast and you don't realize it until you actually have them. Because you know, when we when we're growing up, we're like, damn, this is slow. This is taking forever to become a teenager. Well, this is taking forever to become an adult. Like I can't wait to become an adult because we hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. But as as the parent, now we're like, man, they were just learning how to walk. Mm-hmm. And now they're, now they're 10, 11, 12, getting ready to go to middle school. And they're getting ready to go to the high school. And, oh, my gosh, they graduated from college. And everything that you're – everything that people are doing is uh, revolving around the kid. Yeah. And – it can't it can't be that way. So I, I know if Rayshawn does the same thing, we find me time. Like I gotta do for me. I gotta make sure I'm taken care of because at the end of the day, they're not gonna be there. They're going to leave. They're gonna get married. They're gonna go yeah. travel places. Whatever the case is, they're going to leave us. No matter how bad we don't want them to, or matter no matter how bad they say they are, they're going to leave us. And whether we're still married or whether we're widowed, whichever one comes first. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. For another God day. God willing. For another day. God willing. God willing, we will all live into our into our, 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 our uh, the the nice plump ages of ninety something. God willing. And we'll be doing it together. But um, it's yeah. I just I don't yeah. I think I'm because I was gonna be I was gonna be funny before I said my my serious one. I was gonna say my the lesson I learned was don't leave them in the car. <laughs> I have That's been I blessed enough to not do that because that was like one of my biggest fears as a parent is leaving is losing my child. Losing them or leaving them in the car because you hear so many mm-hmm. daggone horror stories. Yes, that's that's been like a fear. Like, I don't want to leave them in the car. I don't want to lose them. I don't want them to get kidnapped. Like all of that. Like that's, that's, so whenever we are out and about, like that's my, I'm like, hold on to my, my ankle, my elbow, my, my shirt, put your hand in my pocket, which one of my kids does that anyway. My, the oldest does that. Like she's, she has a fear of getting lost. So she will, if she can connect a belt to me and her in the store, she will. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's it's scary. I'm like I'm the I'm legit the one where I'm like, look, I paid too much money for y'all. Y'all cost too much money to be stolen, to get lost, <laughs> any of that. I don't got time for it. I y'all have, are not cheap. And, I have went 
and I have my body has transformed way too much for you to take this child. If you want them, then you go through everything I have gone right. through. Until they have all of it. Exactly. Exactly. All um, right. So Dab says, what kind of relationship? What kind of relationship you think you'll have with your kids if when they become parents? Well, from my understanding, ain't nobody on here. From what I've seen, nobody nobody on here has kids old enough to have their own kids. For another hundred years, like now. I would well, say, right. I guess we can only speak into, which I think is where he's going at, like the future, but I would hope that yeah. the same type of relationship that I have with my mom, I have with my daughters. Uh, it's me and my mom. Like I am a thousand percent comfortable with. Sometimes we a little way too comfortable, but <laughs> with like just the openness with my mom and being able to learn things. Like I still, I call my mom for everything. The kids got a cold, mm -hmm. the kids sick. I call my mom, mom. They like, and I know the answer, but it's just that calmness that you get from mommy. That says, okay, just give them, you know, it'll be all right. You take her temperature, you do this, you do that. I'm like, okay, I already knew I should have did all of that, but just wanted to hear from you. So it's, it's I, th I think for me, I would want to have the same, if not better, I don't know what better looks like, but the same type of relationship as I have with my mom. Like, I would want my girls to call me for everything, not be afraid to actually want to talk to mom and get mom's advice and things like that because nowadays a lot of kids are scared to tell their parents that they don't they shy away right. from them. so i i'm cautious of that or try to be cautious of that at this point with the oldest because she you know they they get into the mm, i don't want to tell you this but yet they'll tell auntie or something like that and i'm like okay but i still want to know because that's how my mom raised me she's like she raised me to be a snitch. I'm just going to say <laughs> My mama raised me to be a snitch. She will tell you that. She raised me to be a snitch. And what that meant for her was any and everything that happens, you are to come and tell mom. As a single yep. mom, she's like, you are to tell me every damn thing. But that everything turned into literally everything. So like, as a child, my aunts and uncles was planning a birthday surprise, a surprise party for my mom well they was planning it and i was right there i ruined the surprise because i told them. so yeah so I, I literally and i think to this day because she raised me to be that way is why we our relationship is the way it is and i tell her i'm like mom sometimes i give you a little too much like you shouldn't know so much so you shouldn't know too much of what's going on in my personal life now, or my private life. But in some things, I'm very cautious. I'm like, oh, I better not call her about this. Let me let me not tell her this. This is a bit too much for our relationship. So, so I think I didn't start talking to. I didn't really start talking to my mom. Like my mom, I love my mom all day long. But we had a mother daughter relationship. I gave you what you needed to know. That's it. That's all. Because my mom, like now, I, I consider my mom my friend. However, she has a friend. She's a friend 
with limits. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm like, I might call you and be like, Ray, girl, this happened and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Like, I might tell you personal stuff that I would not tell my mom because my mom, like, I don't need my mom so much. Like, she knows things about me, but she doesn't. I don't, I don't want to talk to my, my mama about maybe I took, maybe I took uh, sexy photos. I'm just saying it. I don't want to tell my mama that it turned out it turned out wrong, but I'll call you and be like, "Girl, this girl, I had a whole food pot and, and so, so." But I do have conversations with my mom, and I, I I would want that to happen with my kids. But I am raising my kids differently, so I am teaching, especially my daughter. You need to come and say something to me. You need to come and talk to me because if you don't talk to me, who else are you gonna talk to? Yeah. You don't have nobody else. And whoever you talk to may not give you the correct answer or give you or yeah. be in, or give you an answer that's in your best interest. I'll say that. Because that or give you an answer that's gonna cause me to kill you. That is very true. But I would say, like to your point, I like I still I tell my mom, yeah, like I said, I, I think I tell my mom a little too much, but that's just the relationship we have. Like I took my boudoir photos. I showed my mama the whole book. She was the first person that saw my book. I'm like, here, ma, look at what I did. Like, yes, everything, all of that. And my mother has my, never seen. See, because in my in my opinion, my mother is my biggest cheerleader. Like my like for me, it's before I tell anybody anything. Like Ron, I, I could call and tell Rhonda first. Like Rhonda, Rhonda knows. Way more. And and another thing with my mother is that, like, she she's, like, that psychic, too. So, like, even if you wanted to try to hide something, like, my mother tell you I'm the worst liar in the world. And she's like, mm-hmm, okay, Rashawn. Yeah, but you're lying. No, I'm not. <laughs> so, it's, so, it's yeah, yeah. just that openness that she's given us. And I think it's that way with all my, I, all of us are like that with my mother. She's she's just that type of person that makes you want to be open with her and tell her stuff and because she gives it to you raw pretty much she gives it to you real and raw she don't have no cut card she ain't shading it she gonna give it to you just like it is and she at the end of the day is either you take it or you leave it she don't care but see and my mother's the same way with other people when it comes yeah. to me, or actually, when it become, when it comes to me, like I've never shown my mom um, my boudoir photos. No, for what? Because my mom is very, she's old school. Her mind frame is ew, oh, dog, for real. <laughs> and 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 members have told her multiple times, you are very judgmental. She's like, no, I'm not. I said, yes, you're you're judgmental, and you're not open to the way things have changed and the way life is. I was like, the things that we do, because we had a conversation. Um, I don't remember who I was talking to. I had a conversation with someone, I think it was my niece, about getting um, waxed. No, it was it was someone else about getting waxed. And she was like, I think I'm going to go and do it. I was like, girl, it's the best thing since sliced bread. You'll never, you'll, you'll, you'll never go back. Hallelujah. And she was, my mother was like, 
<laughs> she started holding her own kids and started holding her her. I'm like, ma, seriously? Now my mother, she's like, I just now she's in that in certain things, but she's not. It's like whatever you choose to do is what you choose to do. I'm not, you know, whatever. But she said, like, I talked to her like, yeah, what you doing? Probably go get waxed. You really doing that? It don't hurt. I'm like, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm used to it. Right. It's like to each his own. But okay. Anyway, moving on. I'm like, girl, it's smoother yep. than the bottom. Baby's bottom. It <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's smooth for a good man. But I, but I will like, because if I go, I usually go like right after work. So I'm going to be late coming to pick up the kids. So I'm like, mom, I'm getting ready to go get waxed. I'll be there because it doesn't, you know, it's not like you're in there for hours. I'll be there after a while. Yeah. So she's like, okay. And I don't think it registered until I actually started explaining it to one of my other friends about how, you know, how the experience was. So yeah. I, yep, I'm going to leave my mom over there. So another question is, when did you know you wanted to be a mom? When I came off of birth control. There, that's my answer. <laughs> I was on, so so last week we talked about, um, we talked with Steph Carter of um, from Urban Eat, Urban Eat Co. LLC. Um, and we talked about endometriosis, but we got into a conversation of um, parenthood and her birth story with her with her son um, and and her other kids as well. So, but in that conversation, we talked about birth control and all of that type of stuff. So, for me, like it was coming, it was like, okay, hey, I want to be a mom, and to be a mom, I got to come off of birth control because I was on birth control forever. Like I just knew I was like, nah, I ain't rocking, I ain't ready for nobody kids. I have all these yep. cousins that had kids, nieces, nephews. Everybody was having kids around me except for me. And I still was the freaking last one that pushed mine out, even though it was four of us pregnant at the same time. Uh, <laughs> it still was last. Or three. Yeah, it was three of us. Me, you, and Rena. Yeah, because really, Jamila is... I like... Yeah. And I still, mine, mine still came out last. But she so I, did <laughs> forever. But for me, it was that's like I didn't. I found out from my mom that like getting the whole like getting married thing. It was in order for you to marry my child, you have to give her children. Because I don't think my kid want kids. <laughs> and everybody said it. it was like we just knew you wasn't gonna have kids. Like we just knew it. So I was like, wait. So y'all had already planned. My service, like everything, and, and what what my fallopian tubes and everything was going to be was going to do before I even had a set. Kind of seems like slavish, it. but okay, thank you. But <laughs> and little did they know, I was I actually wanted kids. Like everybody, everybody I knew was like they just did not think that I wanted kids. Like I I did. I just wanted them at my time, not when the yeah. world said it was time. It was I wanted to be on Rayshawn's time. I wanted to finish school. I already knew, and I'm glad I did. It wasn't going to be no being in school trying to finish all degrees and goals and stuff with all with kids. Like, I don't think I would ever make it. I got gray hairs. I'm pulling my gray hair out earlier today in my eyebrow, man. Mm -mm. I wouldn't have made it. I wasn't, I, I wasn't built for a tough for that piece. 
That's the problem. <laughs> four times at all. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm the same way. I, when I came off of birth control, we got married. I came off birth control because what we was not gonna do. My mama said, "Don't you walk across that state? Don't you? Don't you? Fin when you finish school, you better be getting a paper that says a degree, not a kid that says a degree, not a kid named degree." Definitely. So I was like, "All right, cool." And so I was. I'm, and plus, you know, in your early twenties, legit, you trying to you trying to be free and live and do your thing, and that's what I, I was enjoying my life. So. Yeah, I, 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 I think it was right around the time that we had got married. I was like, all right, that's, I'm getting older, so let me go ahead. Plus, I was older. I'm older than he is. I'm about, I'm almost five years older than my husband is. So, for those who do not know, um, so I was like, all right, we'll do it. But and like to Rayshawn, Rayshawn didn't. She, she had done all of her stuff before. My simple behind decided that I was going to go to grad school and then get pregnant with the second one. That is definitely not <laughs> mm -mm. an option because that thing is hard. Mm -mm. So I mean, I even was and, still trying to do like my PhD. Like that's, that was my goal. Like I wanted to go further. I wanted to do, but you just can't. Like not even. You just, it's hard. You can. Let me not say that. You can. Clearly, you've done it. You've got nine. Hard. Hard. <laughs> it is, but it's it's doable. It's just. It's doable. Because I legit yeah. took. Um, Gabrielle was born in February. I think I had a little under a year left. She legit went to class with me every day for the time that I was in school until it was time for me to graduate because what I was not going to, I wasn't going to stop. I was going to keep going. And I was, I was in the hospital working on a paper after I had given birth. I was like, mm -hmm. no, I even got pissed off at one of my teachers because she gave me a C even though she knew the situation. I was hot. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's not easy. It's hard. And uh, that no, oh, you said no, I did not. As a kid, I didn't. Oh, I, didn't. I didn't. Let me. I was. I think you know. I think because we both were similar too. Like we, the tomboyish mentality yeah. didn't allow that to happen. I mean, I didn't even think I about. Somebody asked about this. Yeah, but somebody asked about that as far as like marriage too. I was like, I never was that. Oh my gosh, I want to get married. I wanted this. I want this white picket fence. I didn't have any of those like thoughts or preconceived notions or anything as a child. Like I was just living as a child. Right? Yep, I was being a kid. Yes, it was. What was because when we were um. Dab said he did. So when we were like, you know, when you're growing up, you got the, the girls have the Barbies and all that stuff. I um, I was the one who I had the Barbies. I had all the little dolls and stuff. And my cousin would come over and we would play doll, uh, Barbie dolls and and uh, we would play house and stuff. But while we were playing house, I would get tired and I would take the Barbies and I would hang them from the ceiling fan and I would watch them swing around the ceiling fan. 
because that was more entertaining to me. Not sitting there watching. It's like, she what is this? Why are we doing this? Why are we hanging down, babies? <laughs> Because it was it was entertaining watching them swing, and then if you turned it on faster and faster, the faster they man, y'all should try you know, some time. get y'all kids a bar, no, and have them hanging from the side. I was change of life. I was scared the living shit out of my children, but for us it was different. And I see my brother on here. Hey Ralphie, um, hey Ralph, different. Us like we was doing like the stuff we were doing was like I remember we lived we was living in Kitland I think yeah we were living in Kitland and we would take my mama sheets while she was at work and we would create a backdrop on the wall oh hell and we would take mm -mm. like the Polaroid or whatever camera we had at that time and we would be in there just having a full blown fucking photo shoot like that's what we were doing as kids. No one got there. We was gonna get our ass beat when she got home, cause we didn't sure take her sheets to the goddamn wall. <laughs> oh, not just regular sheets. They clean white sheets. That's no, you can use whatever. Like we had, I, and I still, and I say that cause I have a picture of us all, and it's like a blue, like the fitted sheet too. Cause you see the edges. <laughs> she, I'm oh, I still got the picture. I'm telling. I still got the picture. I need an answer for that. Ralph, y'all y'all need an answer for that. I was putting my questions now that I see Dad putting his in there. I was like, let me just put my questions in the thing since I, since I keep writing them on the thing. I figured it out. I saw how I was done. Hey, I'm excited. It's like, oh. <laughs> hey, Greg. Oh, so you just, so wait, if you put, hey, Greg, if you push the, if you push the Q&A button, does that mean you get put the question in? Is that what that is? Yeah. You put the question there versus in the comments. Look at me. Oh, Thanks, Dad. You just showed us something different. We excited. <laughs> this is so sad. Okay, so wait. Okay, so the question. How was your pregnancy different from your first versus your second? This, the first one was easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah. I had no issues. The second one now, baby, I done gone to the hospital. I done went to the hospital because I had acid reflux. I thought I was dying. I thought I, I thought I done had a lot of heart attacks in my day with these daggone kids. I, I was having acid. I got acid reflux with Bree. And I was like, I can't breathe. I can't. I had end up having to go to the hospital. And I even to this day, every so often, I'll still catch acid reflux. So. Oh, wow. It's the girls. It's the girls. I didn't have any of that. I didn't have um, acid reflux or heartburn. And they always used to say, oh, you know, you have heartburn or any of that type of stuff. You, your kid to come out with a head full of hair. Both of mine came out with hair. So I don't know. Maybe it was all the goddamn oranges I had somebody pilling for me. So <laughs> the whole thing. Um, Maybe. Oh, I was looking at the comments, sorry. But I would say for me, the difference, there was a difference, but it wasn't a huge, well, yeah, there was a difference. So with the first one, I'm saying the first one, like y'all don't know my kid's name. With Mackenzie, um, 
And though we talking about the pregnancy, it wasn't, I don't think it was too much of a difference. I was the biggest of fucking house with Morgan. Um, I mean, we were in Florida and I was about oh. to be dead on the flight in four months. So <laughs> we were in Florida. We were in Florida and you were yeah, you were only like four months, and mm-hmm. I promise. And she wasn't due until December. No, you were doing November. I was due in November. She came in December. Yes. Because I was due Thanksgiving. And I was hoping I still my mama's food was going to put me in labor. It ain't do nothing but make me uncomfortable. <laughs> That's all it is. I was so mad. I, got a picture. I got a picture of you sitting there, and I was like, With my stomach. Uh huh. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't going to make it, baby. You ain't going to make it. Hey, something. <laughs> Yeah, it was so. I would definitely say that, like, I I liked being pregnant. I loved it. It was amazing. Like, if I could just carry a kid, I would carry a kid. I don't want them afterwards. Like somebody else, I carry them for you. But yeah, I be a surrogate all day, huh? Be a surrogate all day. Yeah, I'll be a surrogate all day. Like I loved being pregnant. It was amazing. I mean, it didn't. I, and maybe because I didn't go through much of what women, many women go through, like with my sister, her pregnancy with her second child was like horrible. Like she was uncomfortable her whole nine months. So, but with, with Rhea, Sheeta was uncomfortable her whole pregnancy. So she went through, I forgot the, the dizziness and all of that, the vomiting. I forgot what that was called, but. Oh, uh, uh, Villa, Villa, Villas. I was about to say Villa Lago, but that's clearly a place. Look, I said, look, I said Virgo. I done gave it a whole day on. Vertigo, Vertigo. There you go. We're going to go with Vertigo. it. Vertigo. Yeah. So, yeah, she went through that. Um, But, like, for me, I didn't, I, I didn't have any cravings like that aside from with Mackenzie, I ate oranges. Believe it. <laughs> I ate oranges my whole pregnancy. I made Mr. Walston peel oranges quite a lot. So, and I and with Morgan, now that, that Greg said it, I did have more than a sickness with Morgan, but um, the company that I work for, I set, I work for a catering company, and I set, my office set over top of the bakery. And it was the smell of the bakery bread that made me sick. And so the pastry chef, was like, he had, his wife had the same thing. She couldn't stand the smell of the bread. So he made me chocolate, a croissant stuffed with chocolate. And it took it away right away. So my entire pregnancy, every morning I came to work, I had a fresh plate of warm croissants with chocolate every, um, every morning that I came to work. So get out. I'm sorry. My kid walked in. I was not lying. Nope. Get out. Nope. I, got one. I did that 20 minutes ago. My hand, my hand was doing one of these. I went from here and I was like this. But not that she, like she opened the door, came and closed it. Like, like hello? Like, exit stage left, sis. <laughs> okay, it was like food, dinner. I told you to go make it. Get out my face. The real hood. Yeah. So for those that joined later, we're sorry. We um we were talking about womanhood, parenthood, motherhood. Um, it's 
still Women's History Month. In the UK, today is Mother's Day. So I don't think we have anybody from the UK, but happy Mother's Day for those that are in the UK or from the UK. Um, and so, yeah, so we were just answering some questions that were put in, put in our uh, question thing about just mothering and birthing and all that, all that good hood stuff. So, yeah. So, G, what about uh, your delivery? So, what was different from delivering LJ versus delivering Brie? Like, what, how was that delivery different? I mean, I know you ruined your husband's day for Brie delivery because it was uh, clearly Super Bowl. Everyone remembers that. Um, I was like, how I do that? No, so Leonard, um, his birthday, he's a day before, uh, what's that holiday? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Halloween, sorry. <laughs> and I, we were house hunting because um, when, I was, when I was five months pregnant, uh, my husband's father passed away. So we were, you know, we, we were trying to stay around for his mom as long as we possibly could. But at some a point in time, she decided, she was like, I can't stay here anymore. So she started looking. So when she started looking, we started looking. Um, As we were looking, we were out. We were out that whole day. And I was like, okay, I don't feel too good. But I, I'm supposed to go. I, I wasn't supposed to have a baby till like that Monday. Um, I had gone, we had finally gone home. I'd eaten, gone home. I took a nap. I actually woke up, thought I peed on myself. My mother-in-law was like, no, baby, you in labor. Huh? Wait, what? But I don't feel no pain. Like, I'm good. Like, what are you talking about? No, your water broke. You're in labor. I got my husband up. We drove down to the hospital. But my girlfriend, who is a midwife, she was like, get something to eat because you will not eat. So he, he stopped at McDonald's, got me something to eat from McDonald's. We went to the hospital. I'm in the hospital laughing and joking and kicking and ha-ha. And they're like, yeah, your water broke, but you having a good old time in here. Like, I ain't having no pain. And that was like 8 o'clock. He didn't come until 11.30 the next day, and then he didn't even want to come then. They had to give me Pitocin, um, finish breaking my water, and they tried to vacuum him out. He was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good up here. I'm going to stay up here because he was up in my rib cage. I'm going to stay up here. I like it here. Mm-hmm. Then they ended up um, cutting. They ended up giving me a C-section. My mom was at the hospital at the time, and she's crying. I looked at her. I was like, dog, why are you crying? I'm the one who's getting ready to go have major surgery. What are you crying? Because you're my baby. Get her out of here. I, I cannot. I will not. Get her out of here. So when we get when we get into the to the um uh the room, all I remember saying was, "Oh my gosh, that felt so good." When they actually took him out of me, and then I was out. I tell him to this day, I was like, "I don't know if you're mine, dude." Like the only reason I actually know that you're mine is because we were the only black people in the hospital. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to tell because I was knocked out for like six hours they were like we put the baby on you everything you didn't feel i was like no no have no clue and then with gabrielle her birthday was um her birthday is on the second of february so she was um she was a super bowl baby i went to church that day went through registration the whole time i'm having contractions 
and they're talking to me. I'm like, hold on, give me a second. Are you having a contraction? Yep. I went the whole day. Halftime came. I said, I can't do this anymore. We got to go. Went to the hospital. She came. Halftime was probably like, what, 8 o'clock, something like that. She came at 11.40. They had to give her, give, they gave me a C-section. They took her. I don't remember her either. Oh, my God. I don't remember. <laughs> at this point, I'm convinced none of them belong to me because of the recollection. Well, that one may not have your complexion. Or your face, because she looks just like her dad. But she does have you. She's all of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is. Now, the first one, I don't I know don't where like he came from. He's perfect. I don't know where he came from. But that second one is her mama. Mm. <sighs> That's her mama. Not the girl. Not the girly girl part. She can have, mm -mm, I ain't ready for that one. But right. yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah, I had a, I had a C-section for both of them, so. Um. Yeah, but I for some reason I don't remember none of them. I definitely do. <laughs> I remember my whole life. It's like not. Nah. Um. With Mackenzie, well, with every all of my life, I've had. I guess from the wedding, my wedding day on, moving forward. Um, I've had a storm for everything. So I've, I got married. It was a storm, literally. Um, I had Mackenzie. It was a snowstorm. I had Morgan. It was snowing. Every anniversary of ours, it rains or does something. So my cousin calls me storm for a reason. Uh, <laughs> but with Mackenzie, Thank it was, huh? I like it. Storm. Yes, that's what that's what Kim calls me. And I have an actual someone drew a picture of Storm, the character. It's just sitting on my it's sitting in um my vanity. I just never put it up, but it's on my vanity. But with Mackenzie, with neither of my kids did my water break. I did not experience that, which is something as a woman, I actually wanted to experience the full everything, but it didn't happen. So my water broke. But I went into labor with Mackenzie. I didn't know I was in labor. I just thought I had to go to the bathroom really bad. And I thought I just had like gas or something. And in true Rayshawn fashion, I called my mama before. I didn't even call the doctor oh, my mama at 7 o'clock in the morning. And she was pretty much like with me that whole step. Like, all right, so maybe it's this, maybe it's that. My sister had made me um, an ice cream sundae a week prior, and I never ate it. I put it in the freezer, realized it was there, and the night before, I ate it. Now, it probably had frostbite. I'm pretty sure it did, but I ate it anyway. So I assumed that I had a stomach ache from that, and it was just tearing me up, and, and it just hurt horribly. So by 11, 12 o'clock, as my contractions <laughs> moved faster and was, was quicker, my mother was like, Nah, you in labor. Like, this ain't no, you, you in labor. Like, let's time this. I called the doctor. He yelled at me because he's like, why the fuck did you wait? Like, literally, this is what my doctor tells me. Why the fuck did you wait? Get your ass to the hospital. Like, you've been in labor for four hours, ma'am. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. So, of course, tell Mr. Walston, 
The doctor says it's time to go. Of course, bags and stuff are packed and all of that. This Bama walks the dog. <laughs> dog needs to go to the bathroom. What's the problem? Yep, he does all of that. Shuts down the house, all of that good stuff. We leave. The pain was killing me the entire ride because we went to Holy Cross, which was a good 30-ish minutes away from now. 35-40. minutes away. Mm-hmm. And I never forget banging on this man's window because I couldn't do anything else but hit something at the time. He's like, just please don't break my windshield. Please don't break my window. I'm like, you shut the fuck up. And you just get me to where I need to get to because I can't take this no more. But anyway, so with Mackenzie, it was a very long, with both of them, it was a very long um, delivery because they threatened to give me a C-section. And my sister, my mom, and my aunt was there, and they got stuck. They hadn't planned to be there that long, but they got stuck because the storm, and then the doctors was like, y'all already in here. We shutting it down. We closing the curtains. She's here. Y'all can't leave. They vacuumed my poor baby. She ain't come out. They cut me. I forgot what that was called, but they cut, yeah, gross, but they cut me to try to get her out. She wouldn't come out. So they was like, and my mom was going off the same way your mom. She's like, my baby, and all I see is blood. And oh my God, and that's my kid. And she was having a fit. And when they said, all right, if you don't, if she doesn't come out now, we're going to have to just do an emergency C-section. My sister, who was cool, calm, and collected in the corner, minding her business, like, okay, I'm just here. She got up and she's like, bitch, if you don't push, they're going to they cut you for real push bitch and I'm like I got a I got a um epidural with Mackenzie so I didn't feel anything so I was just sitting there like I don't even know what I'm pushing but okay and I did something and I was just laying in I heard him say happy birthday Mackenzie I was like oh she's here okay cool so that was it for her Morgan 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 was long too they actually both came around the same time because Morgan came in, Mackenzie was 9.46, Morgan came in 9.36. So I was in labor with Mackenzie from 7 at morning to she came 9 at night. So same day. Morgan, and both of my kids were late, extremely late, because Mackenzie was due February 27th. Mackenzie came March 16th. Morgan was due November 25th, and Morgan came December 16th. So yeah, or 18th, December 18th. Look, I have a date mixed up. Um, I was going to be quiet. I was not going to say anything because I was not about to, because it was about the judgment 19th, December sorry. 19th. Oh, yeah. I, but I do get that mixed up because it's 19th, 2018. So I always get that part mixed up. I do. I do when I go to the doctors. I'm like, just whatever kid, pull up the opposite. I don't know. But Morgan was different. Um, I went in to get, um, for them to put me into labor because I was 40, I would have been 43 weeks that very next day. And I was like, I just felt like I should have been in Mexico, just somebody taking the kids because it should be illegal for you to carry a kid that long. But whatever. I guess when you're healthy, you just keep going. So yeah. I did everything with Morgan to get her out. Uh, they put me on all of these like pillows and hold your body this way because she was doing something like her heart rate kept dropping. They had the whole little that little thing on your stomach where they put the heart monitor and all of that to hear the baby. And mine yeah. kept stopping. And so they kept freaking out. 
And so that was initially why they did not want to give me an epidural because they like, we don't want to do that. And your the heart rate keeps stopping. So we want to, you gotta, you just gotta kick through these pains and you'll be all right. But at the end of the day, it took her forever to come out. I did not um, get any medication. So I had a technically a natural birth with Morgan. Um, I felt every bit of it. I can definitely tell you that much. Um, my cousin was there with me and she pissed me off because she kept telling me when I was having contractions. And I knew when I was having contractions. Um, Please, I know I'm having. But yeah, it was different. And so her, so that one, Morgan's was, was super different. Um, trying to think. I don't, I didn't have medicine. I just did all of this stuff. I felt her come out. That was the gross part for me. That was, that was what was gross. Cause I felt my, felt her come out in the sense of my stomach. So I felt it. I felt them pull her out and my stomach did this like motion and I vomited. Cause I couldn't take it. Ew. Was, that was the only part that made me sick was that piece. But she came out and she was, yeah, giving me hell since. She gave me hell then. It was so. She was the like, heart, yes, and the heart part, the part that they said the um they couldn't get a heartbeat. She was holding the umbilical cord the entire time. So oh, all she, of y'all, she, she's been an ass since birth. Exactly. So she was holding it. Um, and they didn't realize that until they took around and it was still in her hand. So they was like, oh, I'm like, so all of this put me on pillows, having me kind of do these little yoga stances and being on a little peanut pillow and holding my stomach over and getting back up on the bed and getting off the bed and let's walk and let's do this and let's do that. And the whole time it was just her being an ex. So she's doing it. Yes. And she came out, she still had it in her hand. They were like, okay. What the fuck? You forgot to let doctor, it go. I did think my doctor was high too, but he wasn't. He said he was tired because he came in. He gave he he pulled my kid out with Starbucks in his hand. So, yeah, yes. He actually just um, reposted Mackenzie on his uh, on their his uh, Instagram the other day for her birthday. He reposted. I was, like, I was like, is that my kid? I don't know where I got my kid. <laughs> Time out. Dab, how do you know what that was called? What is it? He said episiotomy. Episiotomy? Yeah. How do you know that? Is that? You're right. It is that. So, yeah. Those are. Those are. It's been interesting. Those are our It's been interesting. So. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and spit out because actually a few of y'all already know. I'm going to go ahead and spit my... Oh, well, spit my... Di- well, no, I, I know you got twins. You ain't got to tell me you got twins. I already know that. I was... I That's where I figured it was. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what my, my, um, my anniversary baby comes out. Like, I got carpal tunnel. So those who do not know, I know Dak, you already know, Rayshawn know, but we'll see. I might fall asleep and not remember this one either. <laughs> no one's going to catch what you just said, but we'll go with it. 
<laughs> Let's see if Greg caught it. Let's see, right, because he's the only one who doesn't know. Who's That's okay. Part? I'm perfectly okay with that. I am fine with that, too. But Greg, let's see if you caught that. Ah, ah. Way of saying something without saying something. <laughs> I think that might be the second time I've said it. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. The, the next time will be. We'll see. Voila! <laughs> Look, an introduction. Be an introduction. Awesome. Well, we have been on here for a very long time. Oh, he didn't get it. Well, guess what, Greg? How about this? Our anniversary, we will tell you. It will, I like it. Wait, what are we? May, May 8th. May 8th. Which I think this year is Mother's Day, actually. Is I think it? the first, our very first podcast dropped, I believe it was May 8th of 2019. Mm. This is yes, great. Yeah. <laughs> All pictures. That's right. You only get her from the neck. And, you, and it will be like this for a good minute. It's all right. She's going to go with me to uh, Dr. Wolf. <laughs> yep. Can't wait. Booyah. That going to come pick us up. <laughs> he come to pick us up. Then I, I go for my, I go for my, uh, my meet and greet on Tuesday. Can you pick me up? <laughs> oh, let me, let me know how that turned out. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, he said his birthday's on May 10th. But well, she not waiting that long. No, no, that's too far. But the meet, April two, the meet and greet will be around that time, right? So stay tuned. Birthday shout out for you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Happy birthday, <laughs> Exactly. Introducing. <laughs> have a, we'll have a uh, we'll have a third we'll have a third co-host. <laughs> Just say that we'll have another co-host. You get to meet our new mm -hmm. season three. Dang. Kill yourself. I'm running in the traffic. Well, thank you, folks, for joining us. As always, um, today's topic was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Thank you for the questions, Mr. Dapper. Um, Thanks, guys. We and it like been hanging in there. I know, right? Look at him hanging out with us tonight. He must not be busy. Um. <laughs> And guess, and I'm drinking water. I I haven't eaten dinner yet. I haven't. I got a bottle of wine sitting downstairs. I have. I don't. Yeah, let's get my life together. But thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we don't know if we're going live next week. We never do. Uh, but just stay tuned. We'll let y'all know, like we always do. Late. We'll let y'all know. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned. Yep. So, have a good night. Thank you guys as always. Share this video with your friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, side pieces, whomever. Maybe they can learn something. Wow. Just saying. Share with everybody. But in our same exits, thanks to Brie. Bye.